0: and welcome to the Confident Writer Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany, and today for this Preptober series, we are going to talk about scenes. In particular, how you can double check that your scenes and your story are good, they are strong, they belong where they belong. And it's just four questions. I call it the colander. You know, you want to shake it through these four questions, and if it, if it's still there <laughs> by the time you're done, then it's a keeper but if it falls through, then that could be a hint that that scene needs to go or be revised. So let's get to it. What are these four questions? Here they are. What is the point of this scene? Why is it here? What is it doing? And can it do it any other way in any other place? And will it be more or less effective? All right, let's break that down and give a concrete example because Those questions sound big and abstract. So let's see that and how it works with an actual story. And we are going to look at the movie John Wick as an example. I want you to pretend that it's not a movie. I want you to pretend that you are writing the book, which will later become a movie, which will later get you a billion gajillion dollars at the box office. But for right now, we're going to pretend that you just wrote the book John Wick. To me, this movie is one of the most purest amazing character-driven movies I've ever seen. And we're going to talk about the scene in particular when his home gets invaded by the mobsters and they take his car and, spoiler, spoiler, sad spoiler, they dispose, they depose, (laughs) they kill his puppy. Oh my gosh, it was horrible. I actually didn't even watch it. A friend of mine, a very good friend of mine said, it's a great movie, but Bethany, do not watch the first 10 minutes because she knows I am a huge time animal lover and I would have been so upset. And she said, just trust me, you will understand the movie. Just don't watch the first 10 minutes. And I didn't, but I knew what had happened because she had filled me in. Anyway, going back to our scenario, you're the author of the story John Wick and you just wrote that scene. You know, there was the break-in, the attack... The car gets stolen, the puppy, and these mobsters leave John Wick for dead. Okay, so we're set up. And here's where you wonder All right, I wrote this scene. Does it work? Is it okay? Does it fit with the story? Those are your four questions, your little colander. And so we are going to run this scene through it. So you can answer What's the point? Well, you wrote this scene to hurt John Wick and give him something to get. Really, really, really pissed about. All right, check. Why is it here? To show the viewer John Wick's simple life and how important the car and puppy were to him. What is it doing? It's introducing the violent world of John Wick and, as extension, the story as a whole. And finally, can this happen any other way, in any other place? And would it be more or less effective? Well, here's where you can kind of sit back and say, maybe maybe it could actually be a conversation he has with somebody and he tells them via dialogue what just happened to him. Like when he goes to see the John Leguizamo character, he could say, who came in with my car? This is what they did to me, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the tail end of that question. Would it be more or less effective? I think we all know the answer to that. It would be less effective. And it's not because it's important to have an action scene and an action movie. It's not anything like that, but it's because of the questions above. The scene does more than one thing. It establishes what's important to John Wick. It gives him something to get really, really pissed about, and it introduces the reader or viewer to the violent world that John Wick is a part of. And by extension, his entire story is about. So it does a lot of heavy lifting, this scene. And then on a plot level, it's a springboard scene. This is a scene where the rest of the story gets going because of this. He gets pulled back into this life where he was Oh goodness, I forget the name they gave him, but he was like the person who goes after the boogeyman, like bigger than the boogeyman. That was him. And he gets pulled back in because of this event, because of this thing, this horrible, terrible thing that had happened to him. And so this scene is a lot of heavy lifting. And in a, in a very big sense of story, this scene also upholds the promise of the premise. This is what Your reader signed on for action thrills. And this scene is saying, Yes, I know what you're here for. I'm going to deliver. So check, 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 check. The colander, when you shake it, when you have it, you know, go through these questions, it still is there. And you know, that's good to go. That scene is good to go. But let's run through a different scene in our question colander and see if this one has as much sticking power. So you're the writer, remember, this is John Wick the book, and you just wrote a scene of John Wick's wedding. I'm talking the whole shebang here, down the aisle, the white dress, the tuxedo, the exchanging of vows, the, you know, kiss and and the whole thing. And you write that out and it's beautiful and you're very proud of it. And you sit back and you're like, okay, let's just gut check this. Let's just run it through our colander. We have our questions. What is the point? Well, to show John and his wife, Helen getting married. Why is it there? To show how much John loved his wife and that he was very happy together with her. What is it doing? Well, it's setting up that he was in love. And therefore, when he lost her, he would be absolutely devastated. Devastated. Now, here's the important question. Can this happen any other way in any other place in the book? And would it be more or less effective than what you have right now? So you sit back and you think, all right, maybe, I mean, maybe it could be a flashback instead of showing the whole thing. Maybe it's just like a, like a two second flashback. And maybe instead of just the wedding, you show the whole courtship or something, but in quick quick flashbacks, or you could keep it to just the wedding scene as like really a two second flashback. And if you want to think of it in terms of pages, it would be like two paragraphs (laughs) short. You know what I mean? Here's where you have to think strategically. First, does a whole scene of a wedding from the march down the aisle to the exchange of vows, to the kiss, to everything else, is that upholding promise of your premise? Is that what viewers signed on for? Also, does this scene do more than one thing? Right now, you're showing he's happy and in love. Does that start the story? Is it a springboard for the current story? Does it do anything but show he was happy and in love? And going back to whether or not another way could be as effective, would those flashbacks work just as well? Would they work even better? I think we all know the answer, and that's a full-on wedding scene would not work in this movie. It could be fun to write, it could be fun to see, but after running it through the questions, the colander of keep or delete, you realize that as much fun as it could be, it doesn't add to the story in any real way, and in fact, might take away from it in terms of pacing, immersion, world building and tone. So you have to build those things and you want to be very like I said strategic about the scenes you're putting into place, about the chapters you have, about the the very words you're using to make sure that everything is building, that all roads lead to the the reader getting fully fully immersed in your story. So as you plan and outline, ask yourself those four questions. What's the point of the scene? Why is it here? What is it doing and can it happen any other way in any other place? And would it be more or less effective than what you have now? And for you pantsers out there, this is actually a great editing tool because once you have your scenes written, you can run it through the colander, the question colander and it'll help you check and streamline your story. Now, this is just a very, very brief overview of scene work. And if you want to go even more detailed and even more specific, then you must sign up for the Confident Writer Live course. It is a three-week experience where you'll learn all about scene work, escalation, tension, and activity. But beyond the craft and mechanics of writing, you will learn how to nurture, support, take care of, and absolutely level up the most important part of any and every story. You, the storyteller. If you feel like there's a plot hole in your process, or that you're stuck in a valley of overwhelm and information overload, or you feel like you just know that you're talented, but you can't seem to figure out why your stories aren't shining the way you definitely know they can, that's what the Confident Writer Live Course addresses say goodbye to being stuck and welcome a whole new paradigm shift on how you view your stories and yourself as a storyteller this is an experience you can't afford to miss so enroll now at bethanyhensel.com slash the confident writer live course and i cannot wait to see you in class